Good morning, everyone. Glad you can join us for worship, whether you are online or in person. Today's message is entitled Unshakable Foundation. And this is a very important message because there are so many things that really do shake us to the core when it comes to problems that we face uh, from the past, present, and worries concerning the future. There are a lot of different problems that we happen to have. And this is the thing. Many people are shaken by personal problems, family problems, work problems, church problems, national and global problems, uh, even problems from our past, problems from our present, and problems that we think will take place in our future. But this is the question that I want to ask here today is what is the point of life when it is filled with so many problems? We just spend all of our life just solving one big problem, right? Uh, because once you solve one problem, another problem happens. And when that is solved, another problem happens. And this pattern of feeling like you're going nowhere, just hammering down small little problems, small little leaks everywhere uh, if you're in a boat. And it feels like that type of life is very suffocating. In today's passage that we read, Acts 1, 1, 3, and 8, it really shows the outline of what the early church held on to, where yet they faced difficult problems, but yet did not need to remain in it. And this is what the early church actually enjoyed. They enjoyed the blessing of Acts 1, 1, 1, 3, and 1, 8, where they saw the power of Christ, the power of his kingdom, and the power of the Holy Spirit work through them for a purpose for a plan. And as we go through these passages, we'll see why this is so important. Christ, in Acts 1.1, we see Luke writing to a man named Theophilus. Uh, he's the author of Gospel of Luke and the author of the book of Acts. And both writings were given to a man named Theophilus, who was most likely some kind of official. And in the first letter, Luke told Theophilus who Jesus is and that he is the Christ who is the foundation to build our life upon. And no longer do we need to be stuck in the fundamental problem, right? And this is what Luke was sharing with Theophilus, saying that there is a fundamental problem of humanity, of separation, sin, and Satan, and it's only in Jesus Christ that we find our solution. And it's in Jesus Christ, that not only do we find the solution, we find our identity of who we actually are, that we don't have to continue toxic cycles, right? Cyclical patterns of sin or um, the same type of fears, the same type of anxieties anymore. And we can break it, break out of these things in our new identity in Jesus Christ. And this is the thing we need to come to realize that Jesus is truly the only way. I have, I have asked myself, is Christ really the only way before? And as I wrestled with truth, I saw and came to see that Jesus truly is the only way. The only way for me to break out of my own problems. The only way to break out of some bad thinking patterns that I've had in the past. He is the only way. Because he is the one who is with me and can guide me step by step. 
who leads me without judgment, right? When I place my trust in him and he guides me out of sin, he guides me out of uh, circumstances to see his bigger plan. And this is something that we have to see, but it only happens when he is that foundation first. That's why number one is Christ, Christ and only Christ. He is our foundation. And second is the kingdom of God where we discover our uniqueness, right? We have a mission in this life that we must fulfill. And uh, especially as I uh, am going to preside a wedding, that's something that is very important, that within marriage, there needs to be something that the couple needs to realize, that it's not just any marriage, but it is a marriage in Christ. And this marriage has a purpose beyond just, you know, being a family and that's it we have to know the very purpose of marriage of family and you know even for those who are not married yet or you know uh, i don't know if there's anybody that plan to remain single but um whatever uh, situation you happen to be in our relationships you know are very important and we have to know the bigger picture behind the relationships that god has provided for us uh, there's this one unique church down in Alabama that uh, I've got to hear about uh, where all the all the men in that congregation are Caucasian, but their wives are all Korean women. And uh, there's a lot of uh, talk that there are a lot of marital issues and a lot of cultural issues when it when it came to this church. Uh, but a pastor, a friend of mine went and got to preach there and one of the points that was that that really drove home to uh that congregation was that they need to restore that mission right that god has provided for the family uh because this is the thing when we lose sight of god's mission for this life it's easy to focus on the surface level problems right when we lose sight of what is my god-given calling Right? What is very unique to me that God plans to use to reach the world that is around me? When I lose focus of the very core of who I am before God, it's very easy to point out, you know, the flaws. The problem is, we never really get to solve the real problem. Yes, there are problems that come up within marriage. There are problems that come up between friends. There's a problem come, that comes up between, you know, a lot of different interactions that we have with people. But we have to see the bigger picture. We need to see uh, what the root problem is and really get to it. Because if we don't, it's like paying the minimum on your credit card bill, right? you just pay the minimum it'll take forever for you to pay that credit card bill because you're basically paying off the fee right the interest uh for borrowing the money and you're just paying a little you're skimming the the actual principal right and that's that's a waste of money right <laughs> where you're just leaking bleeding money every month uh trying to pay off a bill and that's what's that's what we do when we aren't able to see the bigger problem. We're just bleeding our life 
to these problems. But when we see the purpose and the mission, right, that God has for our lives, we start to see something beyond ourselves where what God plans to do is not for us to remain stuck, but for us to be able to be a source of blessing to those who are around us. The mission is life movement, right? Seeing souls come alive in Jesus. And as we do so, it really does spark our talents, our uniqueness, right? There's something very unique about you, whether you might have the same talents as thousands of, you know, even millions of people, that's okay. What makes it unique is because you have Christ. And in Christ, your talents are that much more powerful to not only help somebody, but to be an answer for problems that are very fundamental to humanity that they don't have an answer to, but you do. So, sparking our talents uniqueness towards transforming the culture this is what the early church did they were enjoying their identity in christ and in christ they pursued the mission of the kingdom of god which was life movement and though they had very little resources they utilized their talent in christ to do something unique to actually change the entire roman empire this little small early church, this small community was a powerhouse because of the God who worked within their weaknesses and worked within their talents. And this is the, the blessing that God has given us today. And it's not done by ourselves. It's not done by having a good idea. Is done by the power of the Holy Spirit, where He gives us this blessing of recreation, where He is creating in us something new. We have to understand that the Holy Spirit is our helper, spiritually, mentally, physically. But this strength is not just meant for ourselves, but it's meant to reach all peoples, right? To the ends of the earth. No one is perfect, so that's why we need help to do this. Right? It is hard to even love even our own family members at times. And that's why we need help. Don't do it alone. We have to understand, and this is a point that I drive over and over again a lot of times, is that Satan wants us to fight alone. He wants you to be Superman. He wants you to be Superwoman. He wants you to be the superhero, right? So that you are the solver of everything. And then... Once you get beaten up by life, then you feel like, oh, you know, I have I have done everything and no one helped me. What, what are we going to do, right? When we fight alone, right, that's when we, we lose 100%. God made it so that we don't fight alone, that we have each other, um, but even more fundamentally than that because even people can f fail people and that's why we can be very jaded right because people can suck <laughs> but more fundamentally than people we have god who fights with us who fights with us from the inside out 
exposing Satan's schemes, exposing the wrong thinking patterns that Satan wants us to remain in so that we do end up fighting alone. Jesus, who is with us, who is Emmanuel, starts breaking these wrong patterns down so that we're able to think straight. We're able to see straight what is actually taking place around us. And he starts to create in us something new, this power of recreation within us so that we can truly stand as a witness of this gospel. We can't do this alone. I can't you know, reiterate that enough because that's what makes this work. This is what makes it uh, where we see the power of the gospel, power of God work in our, our lives, where we're seeing and experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit in, in, a, in a real way, not in a pretend way, not in a theoretical way, but in, in our everyday life. So in our conclusion, we need to be people who are unshakable, and not only unshakable, but to be this source of blessing. And that's not just done by us thinking positively, right? Positive thinking is good, but it has its limitations because you can't be positive forever, <laughs> right? It takes energy. It takes effort to constantly be positive. But more importantly than thinking positive, God is calling us to see his plans right to see that he is our source of strength we have been given the blessing of christ the kingdom of god and the holy spirit and this is something that i really want our church to be able to enjoy and see the reality of because sadly a lot of churches don't see this a lot of churches don't understand why christ must be our only and why the kingdom of God is so necessary to impact the culture that is around us and why the Holy Spirit is so needed so that we would have the resources that we need to be able to change, to be able to transform our field, our family, our church. And this week, I really want to challenge you in a very you know practical way and something that uh, I hope to you know hear something about. <laughs> but I really want to challenge you to do this. I'm not challenging you to go evangelize to somebody or, um, you know, or anything like that. But I want you to actually try to talk to somebody. And somebody close is even better. Like it could be a family member even. Or it could be somebody at work. And learn about them. Right? Ask good questions to actually learn some facts about them and as you have those type of conversations be aware of where they are see their spiritual state but then also see the bigger spiritual state of your field and god he will guide you right to be able to pray a more specific prayer and then you'll start to see god giving you answers God giving you wisdom to guide your actions. Piecing these little, you know, connect the dots, right? It's almost like connect the dots. When you start to see God's answers take place, you'll start to see a direction. You'll start to see a picture form. 
as you piece these things together. And this is how the early church moved. They didn't have all their stuff together and they're like, let's try this plan out. No, they were led by the Holy Spirit as they held on to the blessing of Christ and the kingdom of God. God gave them the strength that they need to find answers. God gave them the answers that they need so that they can continue to build God's kingdom here on this earth. Connecting the right people to them. Even like today with Theophilus, God connected Theophilus to the early church. And they were able to impact the entire Roman Empire through these people God connected them to, these hidden disciples that we have yet to meet, but God has prepared. And we need to go and find them. And we need to go and help them. And this is how the church grows. This is how the church thrives. It's not by human effort, you know, but it's really by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Being able to see God's heart being displayed as we hold on to this blessing of the gospel. So as we hold on to today's message, uh, we'll have a time of prayer as the presider leads the time of prayer. Uh, and I'll see you very soon. All right. Let's pray at this time.